No. Hey, this is the the dum dum da da dum 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 da da my ay 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 da da. Do you want some glasses? Do you want some glasses? Because today's show is brought to you by Warby Parker. Please visit warbyparker.com for your next pair of glasses. Well, what am I trying to say? Basically, I ordered some glasses from warbyparker.com. They came in the mail. It's hecka cheap. And then I tried them on. I got to pick which glasses I liked. And then I get to, it's like $100 for prescription sunglasses. That's what I'm getting. That's what I'm fucking with. Prescription sunglasses, prescription which you don't have. So that I can see hot babes in the sun when they're playing beach volleyball. What's the name of it, Mosh? It's Warby Parker. W-A-R-B-Y. P-A-R-K-E-R. WarbyParker.com. Go to WarbyParker.com. But, but explain to them what it is. It's basically well, it's, like... It's a website where you go on there. You pick like five different frames. They send you the frames. You try them all on. You decide this is the one that I like. You send it back to them with your prescription information. And then they just send you a new pair of glasses. And it's 100 bucks uh, for the glasses. And it's very, very easy. And I'm, I'm guessing the reason it works is because there's a shitload of variety. Yeah, there's tons of variety. There's tons of different styles. I got these cool kind of aviator situations and these old 60s-looking ones. Uh, go to warbyparker.com, order home to try for to order some try-ons, and then ultimately pick one for your final purchase. Here's the promo code. It's the champs. That'll be easy to remember. And that will get you free two-day expedited shipping on your purchase glasses. So you go in there. You type in the champs. You don't even have to pay for shipping. It's pretty easy. This code is good for, like I said, shipping. And it's for glasses, sunglasses, prescription sunglasses, whatever it is that you need. Uh, Warby so Parker. Warby the reason, because the reason I ask is because, like, otherwise, how do you normally order glasses? You just go to you a go store to an optometrist. You, you try them on. It's an arduous process, and they're super expensive. These are super cheap. So, so hundred bucks. Yeah, it's a hundred bucks. That's the deal. WarbyParker.com, and then type in the champs. Uh, we love y'all, and we want you to see. <laughs> so, see that all shit. we want is for you to see things. Bye. Enjoy this episode. Kai, you guys. Now that is Neil's singing Kai. debut on the Champ Podcast. Hi, hi, it's Neil. Um, this I have no dates because well, I'm going to be in Montreal. Holy smokes, I'm going to be in Montreal too. So perhaps if you live in Montreal, you can look out for a live Champs podcast. That's not confirmed. No, but no, it no, might no, happen. no, 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 no. Don't go crazy with this. It might could happen. <laughs> Uh, I got some stuff coming up. I'm going to be at the Hollywood, Florida Improv. Uh, I will be at the Improv in Hollywood slash Fort Lauderdale, Florida. That is uh, an improv that is run by Native Americans. Very nice. You wanted some inside information about that? My girlfriend is one of them. Lives off the casino. Maybe that's how I got the gig. You don't know that you didn't. So come through. Let us talk about the decimation of the Native American uh, and then coming up, I got a bunch of fun stuff, uh, new dates and stuff. So go to MoshaCasher.com. Also, if you want a Champs t-shirt, go to BlueCollarDistro.com forward slash The Champs and get yourself a t-shirt. Uh, and let's begin the episode. A dude had one at a show the other day. I don't remember where I was. I think no. it was in uh, D.C. Somebody had dude one. Had a champ oh, show. yeah. I went or to Philly. London. P.S. Folks, listeners, I was in London, London, England. I spent eight hours in a in a immigration uh, lockdown cell. It was not a fun experience. Did you really? I did indeed. Why? Because uh, I was opening for Aziz, and apparently uh, his plan for me was to lie to customs. Uh, but I did not know that. It was just to, that I should intuit that I should lie to customs. So uh, I went to customs and said, I have a gig tonight. And they were like, well, we are going to put you in jail. And uh, But the point of the story is I went on stage and I mentioned the podcast. 
hundreds of people, maybe. Well, definitely dozens. <laughs> cheered loudly in London, and it was a big. It just made my. my Did it heart, make your shit sore? It made my heart sore, not my shit. But I was very happy. Um, so, champs, we love you. Thank you for fucking with us. Uh, Corinne, you want to promote anything? No, not at all. All right, so we're about to begin. <laughs> that was like a fucking no further questions, Your Honor. Listen, guys, the defense rests. We are going to begin this episode of the champs. Thank you for fucking with us. We love you. Now you're fucking with the champs. And we're back. I mean, listen, it's the Champs Podcast. You know us. You love us. It's Neil Brennan. Say hi, Neil. Yeah. That's Neil. I'm Mosho. We sound similar. We think differently. And we very, are, I mean, very differently. Very differently. And we are very excited to have our guest back. We had some, listen, you may have noticed. Back. We say back. All right. Now, you know how you heard the Alan Hughes episode and it, we, we, you shat on us and I think appropriately. I, thought, I agree. We couldn't uh, defend ourselves. Some of my favorite, one of my favorite tweets was it sounded like you guys we're calling from three different payphones. <laughs> <laughs> that one made me laugh. I got a straight up impassioned plea, like, "Yo, I love the podcast, but you're killing me. I need you to change what you're doing." It was like a mom coming and trying to do an intervention on her drug addicted kid. Uh, so that one was very. And intense. what we say to that is, "Get the fuck away yeah. from you, us! You don't know me. You don't know." Fuck, oh, did you set this up? You don't know what we've been through. But listen, look, guys, we're doing this for free out of the kindness of our hearts. Uh, we can't even put a donate button on, our, on our, our website, which may or may not exist, because Neil has established himself as too rich of a character for us to get paid. Look, I, I need the money. Neil Brennan, the character, is rich. Neil, Neil Brennan, <laughs> the man, <laughs> and is check to check. You know, NBC. Yeah. Uh, but listen, w- we had some audio issues. You may have noticed we've had them before. Yeah, so Alan Hughes, that's a great episode. Fuck you, that's a great episode. Good episode. Uh, great. I'm not saying good to correct no, me. No, I'm no, saying no. That was quite an episode. Yeah, uh, and the same day, we recorded our guest today, Corinne. And it was a wonderful episode, but and then we... It was a wonderful episode, but it sounded like uh, it sounded, sounded like three different pay, pay, pay phones. Uh, we could tell by that point, because we had released Alan Hughes' episode, that you bitch-ass motherfuckers wasn't going to be able to take the realness, the gritty realness of our audio... <laughs> So we decided. So we decided to bring this nice young woman back. Back on the podcast. We brought her back. We had brought her back. She is here today. She's got the talons. We are very. She's excited. got the talon nails that, for the last year and a half, two years, has been very hot. She is a hip hop impresario. She is an author, a New York Times bestselling author. She is a. Uh, What's the? Na- it a, was a, a, a real personality. Uh, what was the name of your book? Which one? I have five. The first one. Which one? I have five. And three of them are New York Times bestsellers. All right. Well, we said the New York Times bestsellers. I know, but he's asking, like, which one? Like, I don't know. You have to be specific. Listen, guys, it's Corinne Stephens. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello. Say hello. Yeah. A.K.A. A.K.A. You say it. We won't say it. We won't say it. We know we're not. I have no A.K.A. Right. You're lying. I have no A.K.A. I like to go by the name written on my checks. But that's. According to the last time you were here, that's a made-up name also. It is a made-up name also. <laughs> it's actually a registered Corinne entity. Corinne Stephens. <laughs> one of the things that we name. have figured out about our guest today is that she is, uh, she is a, a wall of mystery. Just Google her. Wall it, of mystery. Uh, you look the, up Corinne Stephens, you'll figure out the nickname. Or we'll yeah, You won't even have to hit return. It's going to come up in your up. Google window. Yeah, yeah, right away. Yeah. yeah. What the, but you're a super lady. Magnificent. Super, super Cranium. Author. 
And what a wonderful <laughs> wonder dome. Wonder, uh, um, mutant oral. Uh, what? Listen, here's the point, guys. It's uh, thank you. Super head. Wait, what? was that? Fucking no, what are you doing? Wait, I got confused when I said <laughs> it. I was trying to speak metaphorically. Yeah. Corinne, how um, are you? Thank Corinne, you for coming. Thank back. you for coming. Again? Again. Yeah. Thank you for You're coming. Very we welcome. made you come folks. We made, we you made come her twice. come twice. Okay. Thank you. Oh! Bang. Bang. The look of Bang. self-satisfaction Bang. on Neil's face so right now. Is, is exactly what you would so picture. Sad. Yeah, it was, Pretty great. It was ridiculous. Lot, I have a lot of money in the bank, guys. You yeah. have no need to donate. No need. I need your donations, guys. Um, so Corinne, uh, well, let, before we started, we were talk. We talked about two things. You were waiting in the parking lot. You said, "Let's hurry up and get this done, so I can go to the Four Seasons and troll for rich white men." And I asked, "Are you serious?" And you said, "Oh, I'm fucking serious as shit. Like yeah. some real shit. It happens every summer." You go to the Four Seasons. Well, I go to the Four Seasons almost every every day, mostly. Why? I write there. I write there. Okay. I love the Four Seasons. Either the Four Seasons at the pool. Or no, no, no. Well, sometimes the pool, depending right. on the weather. The pool, the lobby, the lounge. I eat there. Uh, I've been going there for years. I wrote a couple of my books there. But you was there since in. it was three seasons. Three seasons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come I on. Will, let me have it. I let you have it. <laughs> I, well, I saw it in the distance. I was like, you know what? Moshe's probably going to see that one. Let the kid have one. I'm still riding high on We Made You Come Twice. Yeah, no, definitely. I'm, I'm playing with house money at this point. Yeah. <laughs> You're playing with your own your yeah, own my Neil house, Brennan Neil money. money. You're playing character and, and dude. So, okay, so you go to the Four Seasons, and you're just—that's your spot. Yeah, it's my—it's my little spot. But you've noticed that there are. Well, th- th- let me tell you what happens. And so, like for instance, one day I met a guy named Bob Lorsch, who was a notorious like billionaire who lives in Los Angeles, high on the hill, right? Right, Lorsch. Uh, Lorsch, yeah. Okay. So when I first met Bob, I was sitting at the Four you gotta Seasons. You got to be fucking rich to pull up a name like, like that. Lorsch. Yeah, right, yeah. Lorsch. So Bob yeah. Lorsch is a great guy. And when I first met Bob Lorsch, for instance, I was at the Four Seasons. It was, I don't know what time of night it was. I'm there by myself. The place has closed out. Uh, again, I'm a writer, so I, I like hotels and like weird places. I love to people watch and it inspires me and all the noises and all these things. So I'm, I'm fucking sitting there and I'm just by myself at the bar and we strike up conversation, regular niceties. And so he asks me, so are you working? And right. I did not understand the fucking question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On my New York Times uh, best Yeah. And book? I start that, I start uh, that uh, whole, boing, like, boing, working. Boing, like, do you mean, like, what I do for a living? Or he's, like, looked at me like, oh, oh so you're not, okay. And so I realized that if you're there after a certain hour, you are considered working. So I stopped going there really in the middle of the night. After 7 p.m. Right, exactly. That's pretty much Well, the, the, the piano man shows up around 7.30, so you stay. Oh. After 11, though, you kind of have to piano get out. Man. If you're by yourself, you want to get out of there. Right. We're all in the mood for melody, that guy? The yeah, that guy. Dude. What are the odds? Because I asked you, I said I would like to play, a f- it would be a fun game if I said you have 12 hours. How much money can you get from dudes? Right. You know what See, I mean? As a this. beautiful woman in L.A. But the thing oh. is this. Only hookers get money. So I was right. explaining to doofus over here that the, the issue is too much. No, you were explaining to me. Oh, this, Go this ahead. One, this one. Oh, this one here. Neil. That's Neil. Yeah, this uh, one here. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I'll take yeah, it. Look, I can take it. I'm still riding high on you came twice. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> From the, the, the yeah, rest yeah, of yeah, the yeah, original. Yeah. So I'm explaining that it's not about getting money. Number one, I've met 
a lot of very influential people at the Four Seasons. Yeah, you know this motherfucker Bob Lorsch. Yeah, exactly. You know the Lorschmeister. Yeah, billionaire Bob Lorsch. Like, of course. Who I've you met have said on record likes to frequent prostitutes. <laughs> no, no, no. He just asked me if I was. No, working. no, no. He, he information. No, by the way, by the way, curious to know what sort of person he was. Bob Lorsch in no way. He wanted, but he knew the code word and I didn't. He wanted to take me out of that life, give me an opportunity to better myself. Well, he seemed, in, in, in all defense, he seemed relieved mm. that I wasn't working. Right. And we became fast pals. Sure. Um, but, uh, you know, the hotels are very, they're, they're filled with people from all over the country, all over the world, you know, coming in on business trips. I've met people, I've met someone who worked for the prime minister of Paris. I have a friend in Turkey. They got a prime minister in Paris? What? There's a prime minister in France. Yeah. France. Yeah. Oh, I thought well, they had France, their own yeah. special well, Paris no, they, have, they have a prime minister and a president. Damn. Oh, I was just shit. in France, by the way. Yo, the, we'll French are, yeah. the French are done fucking around. Yeah, no, they don't <laughs> fuck around, dude. They got that bread. Shit. So, yeah, I've met people influential, you know, and so they teach me a lot of things. And, you know, there's always, you know, the, the perks that come with meeting someone who's independently wealthy and very knowledgeable and Go very ahead. Walk us through some perks, girl. Yeah. I mean, things like, for instance, you actually get shit on your birthday, which is nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, like, my mean? friends don't even get me shit on my birthday. You mean big time, like, big Big powerful people will remember to send you a gift. Yeah, on your like birthday? like their secretaries yeah, will call them and say, "Hey, they, you get in like a database." I'm yeah, trying to exactly. get in some databases. The fucking yeah. database. It's yeah. my birthday on you Wednesday. I mean? I'm trying to get some databases. Okay, well, uh, you know what? On your birthday, you know what I give a bitch? A retweet. A retweet. <laughs> <laughs> Am I a bitch? Am I the bitch in this yeah, story? Yeah, I'll give a bitch a retweet. Thank you. You just pick one at random, or no, no, no. If it's if it's it's got to be good birthday. I'll it's give you a good. No, no, no. I'll just give you, dude. like, whatever. I'll go through your shit. You're a good man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm there's a good like, bitch. You're there's a good like man. birthday presents, you know, Christmas. Like, they remember you. And, 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 and you know, the gifts what's vary. The, what's the, uh, what's the um, best thing you've ever received? A yeah, house. A house. Question. Literally no, a house. No, shut up. No, li- a house. A from? house? Did we talk about who it's no, from? No, A house. Somebody a gave you a house? Yes. In what city? In here, in LA. What neighborhood? In the Sherman Oaks Hills. What address? <laughs> How do you get in? How do you? What is the code? <laughs> a house. Somebody gave you a motherfucking house in Sherman. Yes, a home. You must be really, really good. Someone I've never I been like with f- physically. No. Come on, stop that. No, never been with physically. Because it's not about it's not about sex. It's about a lot of these people. I mean, honestly, people want companionship, and companionship and sex are two, two totally different things. I don't so know. Especially when someone lives in a different country, a lot of it is understanding. Um, you know, s- empathizing, sympathizing. Oh my gosh, your day is so horrible, and just being there for that person. It's amazing how you can mind fuck somebody out of almost anything. Uh, yo, I'm gonna be real with you. For me, yeah. for a pimp like me, mm-hmm. if I'm gonna buy somebody a house, but you I'm definitely gonna have to at least kiss her. You're gonna have to sniff the pussy. So I'm gonna have to sniff that pussy at least one time. <laughs> you really? Buy a house? A house? Fuck buy a house? But if some if if someone who buys a house feels like it's a drop in the bucket. Then right. it's like that's nothing. Like I don't want need I don't need to get pussy for buying. Is that a is that a euphemism? A drop in the bucket? Is that like a new sex thing? No. Where you I mean Anyhow. you drop something in your bucket. You and then I know. gave her the old house in the old Sherman Oaks, if you know uh, what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> in the in the in the Sherman Oaks Hills, <laughs> if you know what I mean. What do you mean? Uh, and I mean did I you fight him on it, this foreigner? Did you go like I chic? I refuse. <laughs> he was he was actually very much Of course he was a chic. Very chic like. Yeah. Were you like Sultan? How dare you? No. I would have been like, no, so he's just like, you okay. don't want to insult the sultan. Right. How do you? How did he tell you? He didn't. Bismillah, Ibrahim, Ibrahim. <laughs> <laughs> with a Muslim prayer. <laughs> <laughs> Allah, <laughs> 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 I was driven to it. 
Shot up in like a Bentley. They always have Bentley. Yeah, it was like, you know, meet me at the restaurant, blah, blah, blah. But Were the, now, but the did car you doesn't play get to along? Were you like, it's all right. I don't really like that. No, house. it's gorgeous. Yeah. It was it's like, beautiful. It's and now, big and gorgeous. Because for me, if, you know, it's like a, if some, some chick bought me a house yeah. in Sherman Oaks, yeah. I'd be like, I'm th- I'll be like, can I have a house in Silver Lake? I prefer that neighborhood. No, 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 no. How did he I, know I, where you wanted to live? Because I lived there. I lived there. Or you already lived yeah, there. Yeah, I already lived there. I've been living there for years. So in, what in, in that house? In that neighborhood. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, that speaks to like a lot of things to me. One of them <laughs> is. Please tell us which one is. I think dudes over overstate women's appeal. Meaning, like, mm-hmm. bought you a house. Like, do you not know any women? Like, you're just people. But if you're worth $100 billion, right. it's nothing. And also, if you come from a paradigm of that kind of wealth where flirting with a woman is buying them yeah. a house. Or so, I, I mean, that's it's what I assume. It's all relative. It's like you buying a chick a fucking, it's like you retweeting. Retweet, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah the retweet yeah, yeah. shit. It's as valuable. Your, yeah, your retweet is this guy's house. But I'll, I'll tell you what, no matter what, never. Well, you know, I never have. I never. You're, you're not a fucking sultan. So I don't want to buy shit. a business class ticket with yeah, my own money so. for someone else. You're saying, or for yourself? No, I won't buy myself. Oh, you fly coach? Yeah, if I buy, if yeah. I pay for myself. Yes. Yeah, I won't even buy my girlfriend a cup of coffee. Yes. Yeah, that's see? how. Yeah. That's how I roll. You won't even let your girlfriend look you in the eye. Really? I'm from the street. Um, oh yeah, that's obvious. Now, now tell us, walk us through your life. Right. Okay. So like what which from the beginning? Well, because you've become this very influential kind of personality within j- not just the hip hop world, but within the world in general. I mean, it's you, Gorbachev, Mother Teresa, mm-hmm. Nelson Mandela. Ma- Madonna. But how does how does somebody Madon- get how does somebody get Madonna? Madonna. How does Thank somebody you. get to where? Yeah, start start at the beginning. How do you start? You're born in From Phoenix or something? Now we're here. It's unclear what no, you're you born do. in St. Thomas. I was born in St. Thomas, a, a thirty mile island, very 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 far away. Yes. Which I've been to many times with an with an old friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you got don't uh, don't worry about that. I can't think of who one of these old friends no, no, no. could be. Go, I would write sketches with him, but sketches. don't worry about with it. With yeah, sketch yeah, comedy, yeah, with you guys friend. go there together. I'm a big yeah, fan of sketch comedy. Don't worry about it. Did you wait. guys ever have any on Never TV? Heard wait, of them. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> when you say away. write sketches, do you mean have anal sex? Yeah, yeah, Bob yeah, Odenkirk. Yeah, yeah, me and Bob. Odenkirk. Oh, cool. Um, the way he said we used to write. You see how he did that? You go to. You're born in St. Thomas to a single mom. Yeah. Um, yeah, my, my mom is uh, 18 years old. My father's from Brooklyn, and he's, like, damn near fucking 30. He was on, like, vacation. Oh, and he came on vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smashed and, like, some beautiful 18-year-old. Yeah, like 20 of them. And then he's had, like, black, kids white? At one time. My father is uh, technically black, yes. His father is French. But, but he's actually Dominican? <laughs> no, no, no. no. He's, his mother's Jamaican. His father's French. Okay. And your mother is? My S- mother is Puerto Rican and Danish. Oh, there you go. Wait, and she's living in St. Thomas? Which used to be a Danish island, which is right around the corner from Puerto Rico. Shit, I don't even know. You get man, you got to step your St. Thomas game up. Yeah, we used to belong right. to Denmark and, and now England and re- Denmark, and now the the states bought us not that long ago. I recall you having a troubled relationship with your mother. Yes. Walk us through that. Okay, my mother's a cunt. Let's move on. <laughs> no, um, my mom is really like very cunty. Like she's to this day still. <laughs> Let me clarify. She's <laughs> not a cunt. I would okay. say she's <laughs> extremely cunty. I'm yeah, like she's really like a horrible fucking person. Like some real shit. Like it's not even a secret. It's, it's not like a family secret or anything. Like she's really a horrible mother to this day and a very not good person to Got any it. of her children, any of her grandkids. Like no one talks to her. It's Mentally like, ill. Yeah, you know what? Mental Ill- illness runs in my family. So I really believe, and this is not to be funny, but I... Res- That's what they mean by superhead. <laughs> I really... Well, honestly, in, in, in Europe, 
um, I grew up with a European education. Superhead has a meaning. So to me, it didn't mean what everyone else, but black people, you know, everything's Wait, what does a superhead mean in Europe? Well, there's a band, for instance, called Superhead in Denmark, I believe. And the superhead is a superintendent or headmaster of a school. Oh, shit. So it's the person who's in charge of the knowledge. But if that person sucks your dick and it does it real clean like, right. that's super, superhead. Yeah, exactly. It's like super duper that's duper. Du- yeah, 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 it's like next super. Level. But it's an actual definition. So when I... When I took that on, I really didn't think about the sexual ramifications of it. Come on. I really, because I don't think sexually. I'm not a sexual being, so I don't think that way. What are you talking about you're not a sexual I being? I am not. You are full of shit. I'm not. I, but you have all these sexy pictures if you Google, Google image search you, and I've done that. Yeah, that's, that's my, pr- again, Corinne Stephens is not even my real name. Oh, so right. I'm, so it's not, it's, it's part of my job and part of the myth and the persona, but it's not who I am. Oh, well, I, what oh, do you I do with boyfriends? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't have sex with my boyfriends okay hold on what do you wait what i have boyfriends that will tell you they do not have sex with me wait what are, are you a doing? virgin no i've had two husbands though mm-hmm. uh and I'm i just got divorced confused. like two weeks ago have, who do you so you Thank don't you. have to sex me. with these guys no i don't believe in having sex outside of committed relationships okay so when you're married what did you go you go we you have you tons go of sex Okay. Let me ask you. Or even not like sexual? engaged or it has to be something very committed. Wait, but yeah, you would still say you're not sexual. I'm not a sexual being. Okay. Yeah. But what does that mean? You're not. So you won't. Right. Because I can ask the obvious question. Yeah. And I hope that no offense, but your whole thing is that in, in some of these books is these revelatory stories about rappers that you have or have. More than rappers. There's movie stars. Right. There's all kinds but it's of like, I've, I've seen like, ra- you know, this dude, good. This dude, garbage. This dude, big dick. This dude, bad breath. I've never so, said that before. Well, at least you are on, like, they, you've been, that's been attributed to you. No, I mean, it's been, I've never, I've never talked about someone's in, in that way sexually and certainly not any put downs or anything like that. These are my friends, people I'm still friends with. So, so I want to discuss my experiences and how they affected me, but I've never done that to right, anyone. Right. So, well, let me ask the that's question. That's all internet shit. The, but like, but these, the books that you've written, a lot of them were confessionals of like sleeping with no, no, they were life. No, two of my books were autobiographical. And so it discusses complete journeys, in, including the people that I have loved and been in relations with and things that have happened to me as a woman after being an abused child, a raped, a raped child, a kidnapped child, all the damage that was done before and what the consequences of that damage was once I became an adult. Yeah, no, I'm not. And I'm not even trying right. to like put, you, each put book, you on blast uh, to, to coin a phrase. Listen, but I'm you saying, can't because uh, you can't. No, but I'm just saying so, if you don't consider yourself a sexual person and, and right, sexual see, outside but, of relationships, how did those relationships? But those, but those aren't to me. That's not sexual. Like that's not that it's not. It is obviously physically sexual. Right. Um, but when I wrote about those things, it was to make a point yeah. about what happens to little girls when they're damaged and all the shit that they can get into when you let them free into the world, especially when that world is Los Angeles. So, okay, that's a great that's a great yeah. place for us to go back to you as a little girl. You're St. Thomas, mom's a cunt. Mom's a cunt. <laughs> She's cunty. She's so cunty. fucking cunty. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then what? You move out of St. Thomas? What's the, what happens? Uh, we leave St. Thomas when I'm around 10 or so. We go back hey, and Hey, let me just like, say for the record, stop fucking raping people. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, like, sorry. I'm not dude. talking to you directly. I'm just saying if what? you I mean, if damn, you're I'm... in if you're listening to this, <laughs> you're a rapist. Don't fucking rape people. It's not good. It's Can you fucking imagine? you just have to deal with like a guy's like getting ready to rape a girl. What? I, know, wait, you know like, what? I love the champs. So I fuck Neil. with the champs. All right, you know what, guys? Okay. Just, I'm, not gonna I'm rape. so yeah. sick of I'm I'm this is selfish, but I'm really sick of dealing with girls that have been raped. A lot uh, of girls. And have I don't been mean that. I just mean like though. it's just like 
Yo, a lot of girls have been raped or sexually assaulted. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, real yeah. Shit. pretty astounding. Like it's just yeah. it's horrible, and it just fucks them up. It fucks people forever. up forever, forever. Ever. But it's like a but. And it, well, well, for me, I was thirteen years old, kidnapped and raped for three days in like an abandoned hotel. So talk about that. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> let's discuss that. Tell me it wasn't for the four 20. seasons. It was Please totally tell me the, it wasn't four the four seasons. seasons. <laughs> but you know, having that trauma and then coming home. After being gone for three days, having to escape from my kidnappers, hide, you know, hide underneath the car. Real talk, what happened? I was at the mall with my friend, like every other 13-year-old kid was. My first time being able to go out, my mother never let me out. And then I begged her for my friend and I to go to the mall. My friend was spending the night. First time I ever had a friend over. And we go to the mall. She drops us off. And um, somehow or another, it's, everything's kind of sketchy, but my friend knew these guys. And they said, we're going to the store. You know, you guys want to go to the store and like get some stuff or whatever. And like 7-Eleven or whatever, Circle K. And we, we never got to the store. And then three days later, I was still missing. And I was still tied to a bed at some weird like Motel 6 type of thing that we broke into. And it was like four guys. And then, um, but only one of the guys was just on me and had me just tied down, lubricating me with soap for like fucking three Ugh, days, which is disgusting. Jesus. And he was an adult. He wasn't a kid. These are all adults. These are what, all What happened 18. to the girl, the friend? She, I don't know. She was in another part of the room. Got so it. in like oh, a bathroom a or something. Oh, at the Motel 6? No, it was like the bathroom closet. But it was another, something around the corner. I was 13. I can't remember. But it was like another closet or a bath where they kind of kept her in there. Yeah. And if you're listening, don't do this. Yeah. yeah this and we is ended up. This is the sort of thing I don't need you to do. On the third day, they got hungry. And they were like, well, let's go to McDonald's. Wait, and you're saying they were in the room not eating? Yeah. Damn. So okay. we went to McDonald's. My girlfriend and I gave each other the eye. We said, we're going to go to the bathroom. And we did. Where the bathroom was, it was one of those like rounded mirrors where you can see the whole restaurant, you know? So we saw them looking up at the menu, and we took that chance to run out the McDonald's, run around the corner, and we went underneath a car. Whoa. And we stood there for about two hours. We saw them coming. like little, like little You were mo- standing underneath the car? You Dude. were so short. <laughs> no, we were laying under the car. That's crazy. And remember the movie Taken when the feet like come to the yes. bed? It was like that, dude. We were like sitting no there like, like, don't breathe. Don't we see the feet? Where are they? Where are they? They were looking for us, and they couldn't find Dude, us. Dude, you could have been, honestly, you could have been one of these like uh, St. Louis type people. Like, wait, what? Cleveland. Cleveland. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah the Cleveland type of like Like in a basement some fucking For where? like 10 years. Yeah, yeah. You, when you saw that, what did you think? That, that Cleveland, Cleveland story, thing, yeah. I was very, I was, I cried. Did it resonate yeah. with you as a victim it. of yeah. sexual assault and kid specifically and kidnapping? kidnapping? Yeah, it did. And it really resonated with me when, when the officers were being, um, the, the officer that found them was being um, interviewed and he started crying. Oh, yeah. yeah. It really resonated with me because, you know, nobody cried when that shit happened to me. Mm. My mother, when I got home, she kicked my ass. Without even asking any fucking questions. You know what? The before, cunty mother I talked to you guys. Yeah, before, that when one, you yeah, called that your mom a cunt, I was like, you're being a little hard. No. Now, I'm feeling like. You're, she's you're right didn't there. didn't ask yeah, me any right. questions. She's she said I smelled cunt. like sex and she pounded me into the ground and stomped me like I like I was a fucking, like it wasn't like the riots of 69 or some shit. So like, would you say you had a nice childhood? Or? Yeah, it was pleasant. So was, how did amazing. you, how did you soothe yourself after that? Um, Writing. Right. I, w- I was always a writer. I was always a reader. I, I read a lot, a lot of Agatha Christie and, mi- and r- mystery novels and, oh, and things like this. white people shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't read black shit, so I still don't. I just, um, I just really Tony went into Morrison's like Edgar Allan Poe and <laughs> and Fitzgerald and those kind of things. Which you better I'm, be I, grateful. Some people read black people shit. Yeah, some people, the people that read my shit. So yeah, kudos true, yeah. to them. Yeah, but I, I really like um, 
uh, formative literature and, and things like that. Things I learned in school. I, I didn't, they didn't give us black literature in school. I can't so. get through a classic to save my life. I can't read that shit. Really? I, yeah, I just can't. I can't get it. through anything from anywhere in the modern era. Really? I can't. I can't do it. Because the English is so you bad. You straight up can't read, right? I, you just I can't. Fuck, I don't fuck with books. I, don't <laughs> I read scripts. Can I be <laughs> honest with y'all? I don't. Is I that true? I read a book since 1989. No, yeah, you read your books all the time. Yeah, I read books, but read I don't read like you read nonfiction, right? Yeah, I read a lot of nonfiction. This was like a harrowing story of kidnap and sexual assault, and now we're talking about what books motherfuckers read. Right. Please right. continue. But you know what happens though after that type of shit happens is that you know as you as you get older, you start having sex again. You're constantly trying to erase that fucking memory, and you hope that every guy will erase your bad sex memory. And yeah, it'll be how good do sex. you do? How you know I mean? it's impossible to do it's that. It's impossible though, right? to fucking do that. And shit. also, yeah. isn't it true that took me until I was like t- twenty five to figure that out? <laughs> 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 like, but it is. But Did you go right. through any sort of sex addiction period? No. Okay. But no. you, but you were hypersexual and are. Hypersexual. I were hypersexual. I am not hypersexual. I mean, now. in your presence and in your persona. I mean, look. So, what was your next job? I mean, because I know this from our last conversation. Yeah. Um, I was a stripper. So that's what I'm saying. You become hypersexualized after a mm-hmm. experience. You were a young stripper, correct? Yeah, you were I was like a 16, phenom? like 15, 16 <laughs> phenom. <laughs> you were, I was a 15, you 16 were first year round old draft, illegal, right? <laughs> illegal stripper in Phoenix, Arizona. At, I told you guys, at the Alaskan Bush Company. That was the name of the place. The Alaskan, Alaskan Bush, Bush Company. Company. Yes, hilarious. And my boyfriend's mother, who was he was 16 also, and he lived with his mom, of course. I moved in with them once I ran away from home. And because, you know, girls, I get How raped. How did you get off St. Away. Thomas? Well, my mother flew us to Florida. I was raped in Florida. And then my father, I was a troubled kid after that, running away right. and trying to kill my mom. You know, normal shit. Sure. Yeah, and yeah. then my dad sent for me and I moved to Phoenix. How oh, did you try it. to kill your mom? Oh, with a hammer. With, and you did not succeed? Unfortunately. Where, how big a hammer? Where'd you hit her? I mean, <laughs> well, if you I do it over, what do you do? I didn't hit her. It was more of a, she was fighting me and I was reaching for a hammer and swinging wildly. Did you say if I had a hammer? Yes, I sung that song (laughs) the whole entire time. But, you know, the the resentment of her not helping catch the person who raped me, like all those things, you know, built up. She was also physically abusive. She would beat me. She was a really bad person from the get-go. I would say she was a cunt. I'd say she was cunty. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, at least. If not, my girlfriend and I got into an argument because I said, she goes, you said I, you called me Hitler. And I said, I didn't call you Hitler. I said, you're like a Hitler. Yeah, like, like, you're like Hitlery. Yeah, like, you're Hitlerish. You're Hitlerish. Hitler-esque. Yeah, you're totally different She's than like being Hitler. A Hitler. That is typical oversensitive woman. Yeah, you know yeah they're all like, dude. Yeah. I'm trying to clarify, you're like one of the Hitler. One uh, of them. The Hitler family. Many. Yeah, <laughs> there's some very uh, nice people in the that family. It's their fault. They were just born. Hitler's cousin who just like stole cars and shit. Yeah, they didn't yeah. kill any it's Jews. Not, they come tra- on, chase people with hammers. Uh, and then how did you? What did you find uh, as a stripper? How was that? Well, for me, because I was a runaway, and my boyfriend's mother was a stripper, so it was like the family business at that point. So her and I would go off to work together, and it felt like I was part of like a team, um, which is really sick. How did you get I, the job? She she gave it to me. I mean, I had Just under the, yeah. They didn't ask for any ID or anything. Over the right. table. Under. Over the lap. Whatever. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I you loved were bad it. though. You looked good. You had yeah. Looked I was good. amazing as a teenager. Pretty much the way I look now, just a teenager. Right. And she looks. Right. Oh, we haven't mentioned. You're good looking person. You're very good looking person. You have a nice looking. You got a nice looking face. Head and face. You got head and face. Really you, nice. You got that. You got body. You got personality. You got brains. You got it all. Baby. You have, uh, if that's real hair, it's good hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it's good, and, good I, hair. and I and I the operative word is if. Yeah, you got the good hair. It's real hair. Hundred percent. No extensions. 
there's always a little something in there. A little there. something. A little right. English. For the va va Yeah, yeah. Like sure. Put it over the top. Yeah. Um, little, yeah, exactly. Thank you. So, um, yes, I love stripping. I loved it as a kid because... <laughs> 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 I mean, as a child, I, I, did, I did adore stripping. I, yeah, as a child. <laughs> as a child. I did. I loved it. I loved the attention. I loved the power. See, that's when sex and power became synonymous right. for me. And right. I was able to w- wield money out of people. I went thousands of dollars a night. Right. Every, I mean, that my slowest night was like a grand. And I'm 16, 17 years old making a grand Wait, cash so you're money. saying the Alaskan Bush Company was a high-level strip club? It was definitely busy. I'm not going to say it was high-level, okay. but it was fucking right. busy. And, you know, Alaskan Strip, it's, it's actually a, a chain starting in Alaska. And they have them huh. all over the country. Yeah. Stop this. Huh. Yeah, exactly. Wait so a second. I became really good knowing what men liked, what they, and I didn't, and I, I got so good, I didn't have to take my clothes off. You know what's funny? Yeah, all right. At a strip club. Wait, what do you mean? You would I come out on stage with some sweats on and a juicy couture <laughs> jumpsuit or something? I <coughs> learned how I learned how to tease, uh-huh. and I I learned how to not take my clothes off, and so that way they'd have to pay for the private dance. And then you take your pants. Exactly. So all those one dollar bills, people, I'm like, I'm not taking my clothes off for a dollar bill. That's fucking bananas. Like, what do you? So I became an astute businesswoman in the strip club at 16 years old. Uh. So I thought, I'm not going to take my clothes off. You're going to give me these stupid. And I would make hundreds of dollars per, you know, per stage. Were you a, a good dancer? I was a great dancer. Okay. I was always a really good dancer. I'm an island girl, so I just have this. Yeah, island thing. thing. Yeah. And so I figured out, like, if they don't get to see me naked on stage, they'll want to see me naked in person. You know, in the little booth, you do your private dance, and so you don't take your clothes off on stage. You entice them, you tease them, pretend like you're going to take it off. Don't take it off. Get the little stupid little $100 bills, I mean, you know, $1 bills, $5 bills, 20s, or whatever. We're back in that booth, and they'll spend hundreds of dollars for dance after dance after dance. Right. So I learned a lot of my business acumen from the street and just kind of being in, in the clubs. One time I was in Las Vegas. Oh, God. And, uh, and I was up like 600 bucks or something playing blackjack. So me and a bunch of guys went to a strip club. And I got so many lap dances in a row that the girl finally looked at me and said, hey, are you a cop? Weird. Because I was – because I – Oh, you were just like waiting for her to go like, do you want me to suck your dick? Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> she just was like, are You're you all in on her? Yeah. That's and funny. I was I nothing happened. I once went to a peep show in San Francisco. You know the the quarter booths because I'm I'm because I'm, broke I'm a broke yeah. ass house. Uh-huh. And was it a straight peep show or a gay? Straight. Peep it was okay. a straight one. Uh, um, surprisingly enough, mm-hmm. and I put the quarter in. We used to go there, put the quarter in, and lo- you know, have you ever seen one? It like slides yeah. up and it's up for like twenty seconds and then it slides down. So I put the quarter in. And it goes <laughs> up and they're in front of me, spread eagle, just pussy galore is a woman I knew from AA. <laughs> and I was just like, and I couldn't like run away because I was already like You're looking at her. You got so your fucking, you, uh, first of all, you paid the money. Right, uh, yeah, a quarter. <laughs> a quarter. I paid, that's my quarter yeah, yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, exactly. yeah, I'm, I'm about my work. money. So, but I couldn't just run away. So I just kind of like stayed and, and looked smiled, at her pussy. And I was like, hey, and then just wait. And then eventually I just went, then I left immediately, okay. but I was just like, did so, you see her again yeah. at the meeting? I saw her again. She was never very cool to me after that. Well, I don't know who's like pussy. at fault there. That's no, just that's a, that's a push to me. Yeah, but she didn't. She gave so me dirty looks from that. Cut on. to she's like somewhere drunk, somewhere like never recovered <laughs> from <laughs> alcoholism. Cause yeah, no, I threw a, I threw a couple extra dollars in there. Uh, she, she's getting her life together. You, you know? All right, that's <laughs> interesting. You know what? There's so you know what you you said you're not sexual, but you are in a committed relationship. 
when you get in a committed relationship, you are sexual. Oh, absolutely. And enjoy Because it. commitment turns me on. Right. Yeah. You enjoy it, orgasms, adventure. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy fun. orgasms now, just not with a man. Right. Okay. And wait, and how is, is the head, how is the head? Just trash. Garbage? It's garbage head. Come on. I'm the worst dick sucker in the world. It's all lies. It's you all made up. You punch dicks, right? Excuse you, me? You regularly will punch a dick. Yeah, but before it was super head, it was, it was dick biter, right? It yeah. Was it was like mediocre dome. It was like right. bullshit brain. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. then I, you know, it's like creating a superhero, you know, and, and letting it, the myth lives on. But for real, real, when the first time you suck a guy's dick, you must feel some pressure. No, I don't suck dick, so I don't have that problem. Ever, even in a committed relationship? No. Oh, you seem like a lovely young lady. This yeah, I don't. I don't because people are. The guys must be lying. Unless we up. get, if we get married, we have to get married for you to get. Just like, like, like anal sex. Like I don't fuck guys. I don't like guys like fuck me in the ass unless Hold we're on. married. Can we not equate? I, look, I love anal marriage sex. and anal sex have to go no, together. Look, so do love, you love I'm anal sex? No, I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying I'm into it. No, no, no. All right, it's not. I, but, but I, but I for you to go like, oh, dick sucking, anal sex is like, no, no. Anal sex is maybe a treat you do once every no, six months. No, dick sucking that's mandatory. No. Yeah, yeah. I, it's mandatory in a committed relationship. Absolutely, it's not mandatory for some fucking guy you just met. So you can go high or five all his buddies at the fucking two podcast guys that do yeah. a podcast. And then and then you guys are fucking you know high fiving each other in the john later. Like, oh my god, she's like, fuck all that. We're not gonna wait till the john later yeah, we're gonna do it john, right we're there gonna do it while, as it's happening yeah, yeah you're not <laughs> we're gonna be holding bro hands. we're gonna be like fucking bro and we're gonna backwards hats and yeah shit. no I don't, I don't believe in giving uh, guys bragging right magic <laughs> backwards hats are gonna magically form on, a, on our uh you know what it is about you you may not consider yourself sexual there is so much sexual energy yes i have a lot of sexual meaning energy. and a lot of it is rage yes yes the lady of rage which is Afro why post. i'm into sadomasochism are you? I am very much. Yeah, that's uh, there's a lot of I beat, rage. I beat the men I have sex with. Yeah. Do you really? I, I do. see. That's the thing is, I, a lot of girls are into it now, getting beat up. I'm talking no, about I it on the, the podcast. Men, I beat the men. I, beat I have sex the pussy with. up. I beat the pussy. I up. don't yeah, no, like I don't betting, getting. I oh, me neither. I, I, I take like, out the strap-ons, the butt beads. What are you beads. doing? I'm I like, really I mean, you want to do something with my butt? That's on you. Yeah, I'm not like. But I'm not like. Don't hit me. Yeah, I like hits. Dude, we're like the same. What? You don't like getting hits? No. Hell no. I'm like that hurts. Yeah, no, but there is so much, and there's so much like tension. There's mm. you are a walk. You have sexual tension with yourself. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's like you have sexual chemistry by yourself with a table, because there's so much uh, sociopathy. <laughs> but I also think that I also think that. 35% of the things that you say, I don't know if I believe. I'm with you. I also agree with that. Yeah. But. I don't think the head is garbage, first of all. And I don't think you've never given head in a committed track. relationship till no, you. No, in, in a committed relationship, I, of course, all. The thing is, once I'm married to someone or we're. And I believe in marriage first because then. See, this, this is the way I see it. I don't want some guy leaving my bed and then telling his friends what he did. But you me. did that. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> fuck is your point. Okay, like, fair enough. <laughs> Thank you. I hadn't here. thought of that. Yeah, yeah and exactly. I'm glad you but said that. But because I know how that works, because oh, yeah, I know fair. that, I'm like, okay, so now you don't get to do it to me. So, if a guy's going to leave my bed and tell his buddies, he'll say, and no no man really does this, my wife. 
So like, yeah, I fucked my wife in the ass last night, and she right. loved it. That's I'd rather be my wife. I rather I rather him say I fucked my wife in the ass than I fucked some chick in the ass. That chick that wrote that book, yeah, I fucked her in the ass yesterday, or she no, sucked no my dick yesterday. But no one's do that about their wife anyway, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's so the I point. Wait you know who sucked my dick last night, my son? Wife. My, my wife. wife. Like my no fucking <laughs> bride. Are you serious? <laughs> my legal How wife partner. How did you partner. pull that? How did you pull that? Well, my wife. Right. So it's not gonna be some random dude. Like yeah, like I mean, little Wayne. I just rolled up on her and like so. Okay, little Wayne fucked in the ass. What? Little Wayne did what? Did Little Wayne fuck you in the ass? No. But that, wait, okay. what was the? Speaking what did Little Wayne, Little Wayne come into this? Wait, no, but because the whole like dick sucking, like she sucked my dick thing, that's different. Okay, so speaking of Little Wayne, you know Wayne. that hall pass thing that everyone has, like you need a yeah. He's yeah. He's your hall pass. Yeah, like he's the exception to all of my rules. Interesting. Why? He's got that good game, or what? Or just you love him? I love him. I love him. It's been seven years. I mean, we don't have sex anymore. We don't have a sexual relationship anymore. We haven't for a while. But at at that time, even when I was married, I still kept him on the side. He was my side bitch. Mm. Did your, your husband know that? Yes, my husband, my husband knew. Both, you, both my husbands knew. Did you see that boxing shit? It was hilarious. That fight recently, I don't remember who the two boxers were, but the, the boxer who won was like, yeah, I took the belt home and I also took your bitch home. And then this dude, the other guy ran up and he's like, that's my side piece. Don't brag about taking my side. Like, really? On a what is that? This happens. That a side piece is like. No, no, no. What is that? What do you? I don't even. Where did this happen? It was a, a recent boxing match. But it's just like, why are you on a pay per view bragging about cheating on your girlfriend? Yeah. Like, it's so ridiculous. Got That's home, like got two into dudes bragging. Match. And so, you when would you tell your husband like? Oh, and by the way, I'm gonna fuck little Wayne. Well, with both of my husbands, I was with Wayne before either of them. So they came into the relationship knowing that I already had a relationship with someone else. No, but this is hilarious. I like the idea of you being like, honey. So we no, we've had you. talks. No, it's not, it's, not, it's, it's not. It's not. I gotta like, tell like, you. I gotta tell you. I'm. I. What song of Little Wayne do you play? There's first. somebody that I do sleep <laughs> with. I'm, somebody I am gonna need to sleep with. And he's like, absolutely not. This is a committed relationship. If you're my wife, never. It is Little Wayne. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> do you play like? All right, I'm gonna start you off. With like an early like, hey, go DJ. <laughs> I'm gonna start you with a little Wayne hit. We're gonna walk you through, and by like the by Mr. Carter, you're gonna allow me to fuck him. Right. This I guy, mean, he's like, this guy's good. This guy's good. Do you? He can I like fuck him? This codeine thing yeah, is a little happens. bit much. I think you should dial it back. You know what? You go ahead. Go ahead, honey. But I'm wait. Go ahead with your. I guess my question is, what and how would they deal with it? Not very well. Yeah. But I don't care. I don't care about stuff like that. I don't. I don't take marriage very seriously either. And congratulations <laughs> to the gays that can now get married. But I don't shout take out to that. The gays. Yeah, shout, shout out to, to the gays. gays. I don't take that very seriously because I'm not marrying the person I really want to be with. You see, what I'm saying because it's that's not who I want to be with. So, like in my do you want to be? Who do you want to be with, Wayne? I mean, I would it, if dreams could come true. That's the person I would rather be with. You know who I would Although I be wouldn't with? marry him and I wouldn't actually be but with him. But yeah, but what he's like a drug addict. Like Yeah, like I wouldn't marry him and I wouldn't be in a relationship with him, but that's the person I'd rather physically be with. Interesting. Right. So he's the one in terms of whatever entanglement you have, that's yeah. your guy. And so when I when I marry people, they come into the marriage knowing I already have an entanglement with someone else. And they think that that's going to change because now we're married. Right. And then I have to have that conversation. And like, honey, can you move your car so I can get out? Like one time. Because I'm going to go fuck little Wayne. No, like in my first marriage that happened, Wayne called my house because he would have all numbers. And he calls the house at three in the morning or something. You know, all the phone, you know, the house phones all ring like fucking sirens and shit. 
And sure. um, we've all been there. You know, house phone back in the yeah, house yeah. phone sure, days. Sure, sure, yeah, sure, but sure. This is at the Sultan Palace, right? Go you ahead. No, it's at my house in, in Sherman Oaks Hills, <laughs> and um, and my husband is laying next to me. You know, all curled up and spooning and shit, like marital spooning. Or whatever. When did you? How did you? How soon did you marry this guy after you met him? I'd known him for like eight years or something before we got married. White guy, black guy. Black guy. But we hadn't been dating. I'd known him, but we hadn't. Been, we had been dating like a year. So Rapper? a black dude. You're married to a black dude, and he was cool with you fucking little I didn't say he no, was cool. But here's the thing. I've right. Or even I was aware of it. Well, I've, I've always been sort of fascinated with the br- with the bravado of, like, you know, a rapper or, like, a bl- black dude. Like, like because when I was young, all I listened to was these rappers. Like, I never love a bitch. Never. And yeah, then yeah. all of them are married now. So, in reality, everybody's yeah. just, like, sprung off somebody. Well, we all, have, per- we all have public personas. The public persona is not the same as the private person. Tell right. me about it. Two totally different things. Yeah, you Tell got, you got that Neil Brennan, the character. Tell and me. you got the sweetheart yes. that I no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, I was in Philly and someone so I met a girl and she was like, "You're not an asshole." Uh, somebody said to me, yeah, somebody said to me recently, he goes, "I love your podcast. I really like the part where you and Neil like will disagree about something." I'm like, "Oh, so you mean the you entire the podcast? podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You like our podcast? Thank yeah. you." So, um, so you move the car. So yeah, Wayne so like calls I, so like I woke and my, he says, "Right." So Wayne's like, "Listen, I'm at the studio." You know, I want you to come through. Listen, there's another girl here if you don't mind. I'm like, no, I don't give a shit. I'll be there in 15 minutes. I wake up my husband. I'm like, listen, I need you to move your car. Because I only have a two-car garage, and his car is on, you know, outside. I'm like, you need to move your shit so I can pull out my shit so I can go. Wayne just called you whatever. You couldn't Uber? You couldn't sneak out and <laughs> come click on. Uber, motherfucker? Uber. Let the guy sleep. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You gotta wake up. Oh, hey, cuckold. Hey. Cuckold? cuckold? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be taking off, okay? Dummy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Half he, a man. Wake so up. So, so he moves his car. I leave. Hey I go bitch. see. Hey, bitch. I go see Wayne. You know, there's another girl in the studio. He, like, ignores the girl for the rest of the night. And then we hang out for another two whatever days. And my husband is at home taking care of, you know, my kid and the house. When I got home, though, he had, like, dinner cooked. He had a bath ready for me. He rolled let me tell you something. You're telling you me that, that this happened. And let me you tell you something. Your head is I not love trash. The you fucking power love of the power. This. Let me say, your head is not trash. There's <laughs> no way that story takes place with here's my sucks thing. How gives you a toothy blowjob. And it's got to be amazing. <laughs> but how good it can it be? I mean, what are you going to, like, there's you know literally the nothing. Th- that's like when people go, this pizza is amazing. You know what the problem is? It's fucking still pizza. The problem is that you're looking at it through your own head. This this could never happen to you. Right. It what? Because you're not the type of dude that you would allow something shit. like this to yeah. happen. No, no, no. I'm talking about how good is the head. I'm saying that you got to be, it's got to be great head and you got to be, you have to have a natural instinct to simp. Do you right. know about simping? I know all about simping. simping. You know what I'm saying? Simping. You got to be a different guy to even be able to have this relationship with a woman where. When my second husband, you know, when he came into the picture, I was already seeing, of, of course, this is like a couple of years ago, already well into the throes of being in, you know, entangled with Wayne. Um, and he knew that, you know, I dated him for like five weeks before I married him. Sidebar. Um, but do you we do had prenups with these guys? No. Um, <laughs> and but they're so rich. No, they were broke. They're broke. I was rich. Right. I took care of them. These are all men that I took Did care of. Did they get palimony? No. That changes, that changes the story a little bit. Yeah, because, I mean, who's going to feed you tomorrow? I mean. Right. Oh, that is true, right? I mean. Yeah. Do you want a place to live or not? Yeah. Yeah, like how do you like this? Do you, what part of Sherman Oaks Hills do you not understand? <laughs> <laughs> you bitch. Right, you know, we're overlooking all of you, the valley. You like, bitch, you. Yeah, so exactly. So my, you know, my second husband, you know, he knew these things existed beforehand. Again, you should call these people your wives, actually. They are like my, they're like sister wives. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> 
So, you know, so he he saw he went through my phone. I actually allowed him to go through my phone. I caught right. him going through my phone. No, he went through my phone while I was blow drying my hair. And I said, you know, he came to me. He put the phone down like, what is this? And I had been sending pictures, you know. That was his last like attempt do. to be a man. What is this? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> what is She's uh, like, motherfucker, that's Wayne. Okay, I'll be uh, in the next room cooking chili. Uh, first of all, I want to say that I don't want this to affect my dinner in any form. But I do have, I may have an issue with this. <laughs> Please. He literally handed his manhood okay. down. On the yeah, so I looked at it, and he's like, why are you doing this? And I handed the phone back to him, and I said, why not? You didn't no, I did it's, like, it's in my book. I wrote about oh, it. shit. No blinking, no nothing. Why not? The tell key is you I can't blink. I want you to tell me yeah, why that's not. That's true. If you blink. You've you lost the negotiation. Yeah. yeah, you can't blink. And so I, I think Zig Ziglar said that. <laughs> I get. <laughs> <laughs> That's in uh, Rockefeller's book. Don't blink. <laughs> That's who who so moved my blink. cheese? Yeah. yeah. Rich dad, poor dad. Yeah, don't I blink. Fucking little way. No fucking yeah. blinking. You know what I mean? So I because if you're if you're <laughs> smart, you just go. All right, I'll tell you why not. Like guys like you and I could come with a litany of reasons why not. Right. Yeah. Whereas if We'd you're a regular guy, you're like. Wait what, uh, uh, what? Wait what? Yeah, well, yeah he's uh, just like uh, baffled. He goes, "Oh, yeah, I guess, I what? guess, I don't know." You, you uh, I, there was no answer, and then so I handed him back the phone. I said, "Listen, I have to leave here in thirty minutes. You have thirty minutes to go through the rest of my phone, and then I'll take it. Go get my hair done, and then when I come back, you and I can have a discussion about what you saw on the phone." So here's the phone back. Was he wearing a mini skirt and see-through <laughs> uh, stiletto heels at this point? It was Tyler Perry as uh, what's a, as uh, and you're wearing like a large fur coat and a big leopard <laughs> and a big hat. green hat. <laughs> like you dress like a black leprechaun. <laughs> I have. I really, honestly, like I really have a problem with power. I'm a very dominating, overpowering female. And so it takes a special kind of You're one bitch. of the most manipulative people I I've am. ever I'm been very around. Manipulative, like I, in I a way that. that's like I would I wouldn't <laughs> fall for it. Titillating? But I've fallen for it in the past. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Now I wouldn't now I can recognize it. Just be right. like, Oh, this is one of those girls who's fucking raging all the time, uses sex as a weapon. Yes. And is great looking and so guys are just like, I just want to be in your company. Right. Yeah. That's yeah, I'm that's, about that's to buy you life. a house. I'm a fucking yo, life. you ever been to the Sherman Oaks Hills? <laughs> life. That's, that's life. Yeah. That's it's life. Fascinating. Yeah, some real shit. And so, you know, I got back from the from the hair salon and we sat down, we had a discussion, and his question was, Are you gonna stop seeing them? There was more than one. Are you gonna stop seeing them? And I looked Wait, at him. Was it the whole cash money millionaires? No. Baby. Not family <laughs> to me. No, no, when no. When little Wayne wants to fuck you, he just calls and goes, <laughs> correct? That's not how it works. And we don't oh. have sex anymore, so Sorry. it's not like that. Can I we ask a question about what's up with that bird man? Lil Wayne relationship. I'm I don't want to talk about that. Okay, fine. Okay. Um, so I've, known, I've known Baby for over 10 years. I just years. don't understand. I'm not going to go. Yeah, I'm that's fine. We'll move on. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I have a soft spot for Baby. So, yeah, me too. So, we, you know, we had the conversation. I told him no. And that's how I, I deal with my husbands. I'm very, I don't believe in cheating if everyone puts it on the table. You have the option to leave. You right. do not have to stay by any means. Right. This is what the fuck is going on. I'm you paying can, your rent, motherfucker. Yeah, right. you can leave. You're driving my car. You're living in my house. You can leave whenever the fuck you want to. There's probably 20 guys outside my front door waiting for your position. So if you want to relinquish that, that's cool. But then you can't come back. So, you know, those are how I run my That's how I run my relationship. That's how you run your stable, right? I do. I just, yeah. I'm, I'm not very good at marriage. You got I'm, that I'm bottom good at bitch. Like you yeah. got a bottom bitch, and then you got, you know. You're not, what are you good at? You're I'm not very really, good at marriage, I'm not good but you're at marriage. good at. Like, I'm good at, like, running shit and, like, de- emasculating people. Like, I'm really. Having I'm, things. 
putting putting bitches on pocket check. <laughs> things like that. Walking, you know what I mean? Getting that money. Getting them vines. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I really, I'm not Twisting good. up a pimp stick. <laughs> putting that rock salt in there to make sure it really hurts. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Folks, this week's episode, big announcement, is brought to you by TiVo. That's right, TiVo. Neil, you remember TiVo? Shiv, do I? Hey, y'all remember TiVo? Before they invented TiVo, you couldn't watch TV. If you were gone, dude, you were gone. Unless you had a big, bulky VHS situation, you were fucked, man. You couldn't see Well, no, I mean, yeah, TiVo revolution, literally one of the best inventions of my lifetime. Uh, yeah. And now it's, they've stepped their game up because uh, you can, if you have a TiVo, one of the great things about TiVo is showing you other shows that you would want to watch, which most DVRs don't have. And they'll automatically record it for you if you want. Right. And not only that, they got this news situation where if you've got cable, and this beats the hell out of your DVR because if you have cable, you don't just have to go home and watch that shit in your pathetic-ass apartment. You can transfer this to your iPad, bring it to your girl's house, watch it while you're taxing that ass. You can bring the recordings anywhere with you and watch them anywhere. You like to bang and watch Grey's Anatomy. Do you not, listener? Yeah, so you can do that. You can, yeah, you can watch your shows from wherever you want, whenever you want, instead of having to like, I got it downstairs. We got to go. Like, you watch it anywhere. You want to watch Game of Thrones inside of an actual throne? Which I actually would. I want. I want this. I want it too. I want this. You can watch it on an airplane. You can watch it waiting in line at the dentist's office. Whatever. Uh, also, you can ser- it searches cable and the web to find any movie that you want, any show, and it'll search for it. And it's got Netflix, Hulu Plus, Amazon, YouTube, all in one. This shit is actually good. I mean, I am being a corporate shill right now, but I kind of believe in it. Yeah. And there's a new thing, too, called the TiVo Mini, which is one TiVo box will work on a second TV. So from the couch to the kitchen, from the minivan to 35,000 feet, I guess that's an airplane thing. I didn't write that last yeah. part. TiVo makes TV. It's pretty obvious when you didn't write, when, you're, <laughs> when you are reading and when you're saying. Well, do you think this is uh, natural or not? TiVo well, no, makes you're... TV about a thousand times better. Uh, okay, and here's the promo code. Get Fuck with these people. Fuck with You're going to go to TiVo.com, T-I-V-O.com, and you can get a $25 off a new TiVo Premiere. P4, P4 or, or, or XL4 DVR. DVR. If you use the promo code ATC for all things comedy, ATC. A-T-C. The code is set to expire on 11 1 2013. You'll probably be dead by then. That's in November. If you watch as much TV as you're about to watch when you get this TiVo, you'll definitely be dead by next year. And that is a message from our sponsors. ATC. TiVo.com. Fuck with it. But you have to remember also when I move, like, not only do I have this past as a stripper and kind of being like the street bitch, like really young and early, but Ice-T brought me to LA and he's the one that kind of put me up on game when I first got here when I was 21. So I have you like just, some, what's great is once you started talking about so Ice T, yeah, you, you have started to talking like, like Ice T, like <laughs> right? So you have to kind of put that on there, like you know, Ice T yeah. brought me in the game and game put me up on. I don't know if you yeah, know this though. Put me up on like L A. I love this episode. I think this episode is better than the last one, and the last one was great. But you've had a couple of drinks, yeah, and you're a little bit more street this week than you yeah. were th- when you came before. I'm I doing like that, I'm doing it on purpose because I'm kind of I'm trying to assimilate because you guys are so pedestrian. Pedestrian? Talking. All right, please. <laughs> Again, this is normally the type of simp you're used to. We'll yeah. go like, "What's pedestrian mean, motherfucker?" I'll walk these. Look up pedestrian. Yo, I got a car. 
bitch, you guys please. Like, you guys like in the streets. You understand? So I'm try- you guys are blacker than me. So I'm <laughs> you really trying said, to- bitch, please, you yeah. understand. Like, it was a statement. <laughs> yeah. But it kind of was. Yeah. So, okay. So, Ice-T, that's how you got sucked into this world or whatever, is Ice-T. Well, Ice-T. The operative word being sucked. Go ahead. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh-huh. Made her come thank twice. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. Oh. House money. Folks, oh. folks. Playing with your titties. She is I playing with titties. Rearranging my breasts. Uh, uh, look, we're not complaining. Please continue. I'm not, but I'm not. We like can stop. You know. Um. Damn. So I, I wanted a long pause. Yeah, <laughs> but it makes it sound like we're fucking Playboy Radio. Like, hey, you playing with? Oh, your that's titty? true. Like, yeah. so, I mean, that's okay, go ahead. Ice T did bring me here in late 1999. And how'd you meet Ice T? I met Ice T at the House of Blues in LA when I was visiting. And he just hollered at you, or what? No, he he really came in like a daddy um because i was with my son i was out here by myself i didn't have anything i was just visiting some friends for a couple of weeks and i told him my story you know about right. all the things that had happened and how i ended up there and he just took me under his wing i went back to phoenix for almost a year and he his said diamond encrusted wing correct yes yeah his pimp wing mm-hmm. <laughs> P- um P- pw but he really let me do my thing like he supported me he took care of me my kid you know, but he said finally, like, listen, I'm not gonna keep sending money out to fucking bum fuck Egypt. Like, you need to come to LA and make some shit happen. You, you you can do it. This is where all the opportunities are. Why weren't you just stripping? Um, at the time, see, what was I doing? I was working for an apartment complex in Phoenix. I mean, I wasn't trying to I be feel a like stripper. everybody in Phoenix works for an apartment complex. Yeah, because you get half point, off your Neil? rent. Yeah. Thank there you. are and there are many. <laughs> it's a very strange. <laughs> Everyone right. I, but I I'm in property management. We all can picture yeah. the apartment complex ah, that you absolutely. worked at. We can see it absolutely. in our mind's eye. Yes. Yeah, because as a single mom, I was like, "Yo, what can I do to pay cheap rent? You know, have a place to work, live, and find a babysitter all in the same place." So I thought. Jinkies, let's go work at an apartment complex. You get half off your rent, and there's some housewife somewhere in here that would love to make a couple bucks a week watching your kid. So that's the kind of life I had, but it was just all dead end shit. And then finally, he's like, just come to LA and make it happen. Like, you're beautiful, you're smart, just come to LA. So he brought me out, took care of us for like four months, so I got on my feet. And then, but he taught me a lot in that time. And a lot of it was just really, honestly, like pimp shit. You know, how to get over, how to get through, how to get through L.A. And, and, and do what you need to do to get to where you need to go. How to get, like, a process to make her hair straight for a long time. That is all natural. Of iced teeth? Yeah. Really? Well oh, his hair grows like that, you're saying? Yeah, he's mixed. Um, he's mixed. No, yeah. <laughs> he looks he like he's uh, got, like, blue eyes. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 what the fuck? Um, what uh, – my advice for girls in L.A., What it, give five pieces of advice to girls mo- – a fine-ass girl moving to L.A. Oh One of Neil God. Brennan's famous give a number, uh, an amount of something. A number <sighs> and advice. If you know why, Mush? If you can get through all five, through, it, will, g- it will be a first. Yeah, yeah. Because I frame it so that it keeps the listeners listening. You can't turn <laughs> this shit off. <laughs> bitch, I challenge you to turn this shit off now. I mean, five pieces of advice for some bomb-ass bitch in L.A. Like, I see them all the time. She driving, just moved like, here. Yeah. yeah, I see them all the time. Like, they're beautiful. They're driving hoopties and shit. Yeah. You can tell they're new. It's and the best. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't, oh, bitch, you, don't give you're anybody your any yeah. pussy. Don't fuck anybody. Thank don't you. fuck anyone? No. Yeah. And if you start fucking, be, be prepared to fuck for a very long time. 
be prepared to be fucking for a very fucking long time. You know we're editing this out of the podcast. No, we don't want we this can't. information getting Do out to these young ladies. Don't fuck anybody in this town. Uh, if you have except to fly for stand-up back, comedians? If you have to fly back to your hometown and fuck somebody there, then do that shit. But do not fuck anybody in this town. It's a dead end. Can you, you can, can you fuck some rat motherfucker from, like, the San Gabriel Valley who will never have anything to do with your progress as a, a performer? I mean, yeah, go outside of there the Hollywood go. bounds. Yeah. But don't try to fuck City your way. City of industry shit like, I tell like that. <laughs> yeah. Commerce. Like I <laughs> Get tell you people, down to commerce. I tell people, like, it's impossible to fuck your way to the top. Like, right. you can only fuck your way to the bottom in this place, and then you have to work your fucking way to the top. Right. You know what I mean? So, um, but you don't fuck you, your way you to the bottom Do you feel like you learned that married. the hard way? Or you learned that No, I've learned that the hard way. Because give after, us an example. I mean, after years and years of being the, the good time girl and having tons of fun, I'm not doing anything the boys aren't doing. Right. right. You know, I'm having tons of fucking fun. This like is partying. before you realized that you were upset about sex. <laughs> this mm. is back when yeah, you were trying to fuck the bad memories out. Right, exactly. But okay. I'm really, to me, I'm just having fun. I'm not realizing. Yeah, the thing right. is, once the fun stops, all the demons come. So you have to keep having fun. Yeah. You know, every day is a fucking party. You know, and then I, you know, were you using drugs a lot? A lot of drugs, lots Got of drugs. What were your drugs? Uh, a lot of cocaine, a lot of MDMA. Um, right. Of course, a lot of ecstasy when ecstasy was actually ecstasy. Right. Um, and a lot of drinking. I mean, a lot to the point where my doctor told me my urine was like 99% fucking alcohol. Well, I'm trying to drink that. Serve, a like lot it, of places would like serve your urine, correct? They would serve shots of your urine. Go yeah, ahead. Exactly. It was so pure. So it was really, really bad. A lot of drugs. Lot, and I didn't see my kid for months. Like he was, I hired someone to sit at the house and watch him. I was gone forever. Like, oh, so you were doing so bad. No, it was bad. These are the lessons of iced tea. Well, I was partying at that time. I was just having a lot of fun. The lessons, I didn't take the lessons and use them until after I stopped partying. Fun fact. Ice tea went to a doctor, and the doctor said that his urine was 99% iced tea. Not everybody knows <laughs> that. What? Thanks, folks. Go ahead. So I, I can't tell if that was a bad joke or the best joke I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> best joke ever? I'm not. I still don't know. Yeah. I may never know. All the things that Ice taught me, all the things that Ice taught me, I didn't really, didn't really kick in until, and to answer your question, when you realize it's all fucked up when I – was homeless and living in my car for nine months. And Jesus. I was like, how in the, f with, with, with my kid in the middle of winter, you know, at this that. Is here? LA yeah, winter, here though. in LA. So, it's so not you really. climbed up and then crashed down. Yeah, because I was situation. high Were you all doing the time. videos or anything? I only did a few videos back in 2000 to 2001. Oh, but that was how you started, time. right? Was you were doing, you did a couple of hip hop videos. I did videos. a couple of videos, um, some R&B, some hip hop, and just, um, you know, Hype Williams kind of brought me into that. Um, but I was just partying a lot and doing videos somewhat. I maybe only did six or seven that year, and then I never did, did, did them again. I was really just hanging out a lot, you know, and um, doing a lot of drugs. So next thing you know, like, I can't pay rent. I can't do this. I can't – because I'm just high. I'm just living in an abandoned, like, shell of an apartment high all the time and literally, like, coming in – Shit shower change, pack a bag, how, leave out. How do you look at this point? Are you looking bad or are you still looking no, look great? No, look great. look fucking amazing. Okay, it just great. doesn't matter. Um, but because you're young. When you're right. young, you can do shit tons of coke yeah, and look right. amazing. Um, but I, you know, I was just high all the time. So I lost everything. And I was living in my car. I lived in my car for My thing is I months. look kind of shitty all the time. Right. So I can do drugs and I still no look No one will shitty. know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. So I lived in my car with my kid for like nine months, you know, and that's when I realized like this shit right here is not fucking working. You know, whatever the fuck I'm doing is not fucking working. So uh, I got my shit together and that's what prompted, you know, the first book. How did you get your shit together? 
uh, I got a really big check. Did you realize from what? <laughs> from writing the book? No, from, from a movie that I did with Vin Diesel called A Man Apart. I did that movie back in 2000. It didn't. You acted in it? Yeah. Yeah, it was with Vin Diesel, Lorenz Tate. I played Lorenz Tate's wife, blah, blah, blah. It was, it was in the can for two years or something, and all of a sudden, you know, they just sent a giant fucking check. Like, well, it was giant at the time. Right. Tell, like me, tell me. 60 grand or something. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's nothing yeah. to me. <laughs> <sighs> But to me, it was giant. But it's it, giant. It's okay. a lot of money. Well, I was able to move and you know get my life together. Look, and then guys, <laughs> let me bring you back to reality. That's like three years of uh, of income for like most of the people listening to this podcast oh. right now. Yeah, in LA, it's like it's like six months worth of living. Yeah. Uh, you're unrelatable. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I mean really after manicures <laughs> and <laughs> massages and I mean Sultan, you got Sultan fees. That's you know? my I mean, that's least, my manicure budget right there. Yeah, living. you got long distance calls to uh, Bahrain. You know, I put. Who can I live in this town for under a hundred thousand dollars a year? My, do you guys do that? That's my pampering budget right there. That's Look. a pampering. That's meal time right there. That's that old meal how. time. Well, I have a kid too, so you know it's a little yeah. different. Sixty grand for me is not going to last very long. But at the time when you need to move and get your shit together, it's like, oh my god. This is amazing. So that's how I got my shit together. And then how you know, did you get the movie? Oh, I met Look the director. Look at dire- that face, motherfucker. Yeah, I met the director. Right, but did you read for it? Yeah, I read for it. Okay. But I met him at a pool at the pool poolside at the one of the hotels, like the standard or something. Right. And he's like, Oh my god. And I thought I was gonna get raped, like in one of those lifetime movies, like right. some creepy director guy said I'd be sure. great for this part. There. Meet me at this weird fucking location on Beverly Boulevard and then I go I walk in, like literally thinking I'm about to get fucking like I've seen lifetime movies. You had a rape whistle in your mouth, correct? Yeah, exactly. As you walked into the audience. You know, I'm walking in. And but I realized it ended up being F. Gary Gray. It was a Vin Diesel movie, it was a real thing. I right. read, I got the that's the role wasn't in there they wrote the role for me and i was able to play it i have a story about this is a a rough story i probably shouldn't tell but i did i once bumped into this woman on the street and she was i would say she was not super attractive but i I, the the, the, here's the point (laughs) i started texting with her i got her phone number started texting Mm -hmm. with her and she was like if you come Mm -hmm. to my house i will suck your dick i and i was like okay i want that i want that very much and I was in Orange County doing I want a show. more than anything in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Orange County doing a show, and she was like, come to my house. It's Here's the address. It's in Compton. No. And I was like. She's a black but girl? At this p- no, she was like a Mexican girl. And at this point, I'm like, I'm real, like, almost insane level horny. You know what I mean? Because she's texting, like, I'll just suck your dick. You know, just yeah. No. And I was like kind of insane. And so I'm driving into Compton. I get off the freeway because I'm coming back from Orange County. And I'm looking around, and I'm going, this is bad. I shouldn't. It, it's like real bad Compton too. Yeah. And sh- she keeps texting me a, dr- a directions. I'm like, I'm here. I can't find it. She's like, Well, you just pull down this alley. <gasps> and I'm thinking to myself, I'm gonna get. I'm. I know. I'm like, I'm going to get murdered. Like, there's yeah. going to be all of yeah. her friends are gonna d- run out of the house. Where did you meet her? I'm. I don't want to say. Okay. But uh, this is years ago. And um, she, <laughs> she. Uh, and I'm like, huh. I'm gonna get straight murdered. I'm waiting for the part where he gets murdered. I'm like, right. I'm gonna get murdered. I know this. I'm, I'm still like, hoping you get murdered. I <laughs> But what's crazy is I'm going. I'm getting murdered. I keep driving towards the. Uh, yeah, of course. Your dick. My dick is like your fever. You're in a dick fever. I'm in a dick fever. <laughs> that dick is the right fever. way to describe it. Uh, and I just keep driving. And I'm literally down a back alley. There's like it's like the perfect place to rob, rape, and murder a little white boy in Compton. It's like they. It's like white boy murder yeah. alley. It's like what it's <laughs> That's called. What it's yeah. called. Yeah. And I pull in. I mean, it's like in the middle of nowhere. There's fields. I mean, it's just horrible. What? It's like where a dude got shot in uh, Boys in the Hood. Yeah, yeah. 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 Ricky. 
and then she came out and sucked my dick. I mean, it did was she really? She what? did. I mean, what a it was great ending. I mean, it it, it, it happened. You and write sometimes, this book. which is, <sighs> guys, some that's a sti- the, the moral story of it is sometimes you will get your dick sucked. The moral story <laughs> is sometimes there's only one set of footprints in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. And those are the times I was sucking yeah, your yeah. dick. Yeah. Dude, that shit was scary. My heart was pounding, and then she just walked out, got in the car, and we, we smoked a couple clove cigarettes. She gave me a, a Will you tell me where you met her? That's the most intriguing part What's her part name? What's her now. number? Like, I what's can tell up? you that I met her, <laughs> that she was a... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she was a parking lot attendant. Okay. She, like a valet attendant at, a, sto- at, a, at a, uh, a business in Los Angeles. Okay. And she just sucked it and then got out. Like you smoked. You how sucked. did you? How did you spit game to a parking, parking lot attendant. attendant? I just she had she she had clove cigarettes, and at the time I was a big fan of clove cigarettes. And I asked her for one, and then I just started kind of hollering at her. I mean, hollering. Yeah, that's about right. But okay. It was it was intense. This was intense. This made me. There's uncomfortable. been a, a few lows in my life. Was it a good? Was it a good blowjob? Was yeah, it good? Uh, obviously, in that environment. I mean, not obviously. When, no, when there's murder, there's sort of Damocles <laughs> hanging. Yeah, above a- your head. anything. It's good. It's good. Yeah. yeah. Did you I hurry mean. up and come though? Because it's like I could still get I murdered. I gotta get out of here. Well, what was really funny? Did is you I peel out when you fucking <laughs> <laughs> took off? What was really funny is I remember she's like, she was like, "Aren't you gonna kiss me?" And Did I she swallow? Like, yeah, she must have. Okay. But basically, she like, I was like, I'm not, I'm not the pimp that you are. She's like, aren't you gonna kiss me? And I was like. Oh, definitely, definitely. I'd love to kiss you. So the, I, I don't know, man. Oh, I've had this, this is bad. You b- fucked up the whole story. Of course it's bad. What, yeah. do you think it was going to be glamorous? It was all good. Yes, it was very I'm glamorous I'm up until the kiss. You said it was 90 seconds ago. You were on It was all good until the kiss. This is why. The kiss ruined no, 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 it for me. No, but I don't. Why I'm grateful tough, to be in a committed no, that's relationship. that's t- always a tough thing to negotiate is like. In the alley in Compton. You got your dick sucked. How soon oh. later can you kiss oh, no, your no, no, right away no, no, you kiss right before. away this we swap come it's, it's amazing before. what i'm saying is it was an emo- it was oh she, was like, she oh. felt bad probably she got my girl would be like so she was like make out with me so i did i don't know man guys listen i'm judging you right you should now. be judging oh, me why would you not be judging me i feel that was sick um <laughs> so <laughs> to hear a, to hear a blowjob story like that really took it out of current now, did, did you? All right. So then you, then you were like, "Fuck it." So you got sixty grand for the movie, and you were like, "So did you stop doing drugs, or you were just like, I need no, I was done.' Like by that time, I was living in my car for nine months. I was done because I realized that the life I was living wasn't very lucrative. It's Everyone hard to get drug dealers to come to your car too. It's so hard with your son in it. Yeah, with your son. Yeah. Like, it's actually son. not. Let's stop acting yeah. as if no, drug dealers right. are so fucking. Yeah, like, oh right. no, I'm not going you're to. Right. You, um, you got to get your shit together, lady. <laughs> <laughs> the drug dealer yeah. said. Hey, can I talk to you? At that point. <laughs> can I talk to you in the backseat for a second? <laughs> At that point, I was just kind of sick of everything. And that's when things turned around for me. And I knew I had to do something. It took me another couple of years to figure out what that was. And I knew that it was a book I had. I'd, I'd always written. I wrote a book. I'd written. Uh, I had diaries and pictures and all these things. And I just thought, the only thing I have left, the only fucking thing I have left is all these memories and all this shit of this amazing time I fucking had. I mean, the whole time was it was um, it was like college, but super adult, like all the things that college oh, kids right. do. Yeah, yeah, you know, know what I mean? But right. we did it on a grander scale because right. we're adults and all my friends are fucking and they're rich. rich. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what uh, my friend Jacob Siroff always says. Like, it's a little bit analogous. It's like all the years that we spent in comedy clubs. Like I spent my twenties basically in comedy clubs. He uh, and I. 
all my friends went to grad school and stuff or whatever. And he's like, this was grad school for yeah. us. It just wasn't official. It was like, that's what we did. We, we got a master's degree in comedy, mm -hmm. stand-up comedy. Yeah. And then it was the same thing. We got a master's degree in, the, in them streets. In them streets. Um, mm -hmm. And did you have Miss – so in the book, you talk about relationships with ten, 10, 12, 15 guys. Like no. Did or what I don't know. I didn't read it. But I'm, well, what half I'm of the book is, has nothing to do with anybody else but just my family and my bringing up. And the other Got half it. is when that I get to L.A., yeah, the cunty bitch that raised <laughs> me. And mm. then the other half is, okay, and then you take this broken fucking kid, you know what I mean, who's gorgeous, by the way, dumb as a box of fucking rocks. You Ooh, you're talking about you? Yeah. Naive as fuck still. Sure. So uh, could I have smashed at that time? Were you rich at that time? No, I looked like me. I'm just me. No. I'm talking about, damn, 60 grand in a check. No. Nothing. You couldn't have smashed. Even if I drove to Compton? No. <laughs> I wouldn't have been to Compton, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. Um, but, you know, having all this fun and taking the private jets and having, I had all this, sh I had done all this shit, but it was on someone else's money. So then I realized, like, oh, shit, like, I don't have any, this is not my money. This is, like, I'm right. the brokest motherfucker at P. Diddy's party, New Year's Eve, Miami. I'm broke as shit. Mm -hmm. yeah. All my friends are rich as fuck. I'm here, too, though. Right. I'm right. here. I'm having just as much fun as all you fuckers, but I'm living in my car at the time. I'm still living in my car back in L.A. I just happened yeah. to be in Miami having a good fucking so time. So you would go take a private jet back to L.A., get a car. They would order your car to your car. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, this will do, yeah. Garcon. Yeah, 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 I've <laughs> left my car here. Also, <laughs> yeah. I live here. But fuck, don't worry my about that. My son's been in there for two yeah, weeks. Yeah. Uh, hi, son. Yeah, he's like, it's, that's the, like, the I ironic bullshit that's that was going on. So when I got... When, when it all hit me, it was around 2002, when it all hit me, I was like, I'm fucking, I'm done with this. No, it was like 2001. I was like, I'm all done with this shit. So after that, I came up with my mastermind, like Pinky and the Brain plan to fucking take over the world with this amazing book. And then what? You just went out got a book deal? Well, actually, up? the book deal came to me. HarperCollins sent me an email wanting me to write a book for them. I didn't have to shop my book. They Good came to me. Yeah. The so. Judith Regan? Huh? No, Ju it was, um, yeah. God, who was it? Uh, was it Amistad? Yeah, the slave ship. We talked about that. The fucking slave ship came to get me. <laughs> That's what we said. Fucking Amistad, dude. <laughs> and the videos yeah. you worked on, uh, what was your big video? Because that was interesting. You were talking about that. As oh, yeah. That was one of my first videos back in like mm, 2000, which was Danger. By Watch yourself. Yeah, and that was the one where Show I wore the pasties. And I, yeah, and so when I, when oh, I, right, right. So when I walked in, I was like super late. This is like my fourth or fifth video, and I knew, all, I knew everyone I was doing videos for already. Right. So I just felt like I don't have to fucking show up on time. Like I, kn I know mystical. I can just yeah, show yeah. up whenever the fuck I want to. And so I show up super duper late, of course, like I always did. And all the girls are clamoring. Which on for a music outfits. video is really saying something. On, show a, on a hip hop music, music video. Yeah, like I'm You're the like last person bananas. there. Yeah, that's it's really unbelievable. Yeah, so you know the audacity. So I fucking I walk in. The girls are all in the trailer, like trying to figure out what the fuck to wear, and they're all picking shit. And and the 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 dress designer the wardrobe bitch is like hey you know trying to give bitches like pasties and shit and everyone's like no i'm not gonna wear those pasties i'm Catherine the fourth on a music <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here like you're on a music video put on yeah. the fucking pasties like bitch or go go be a doctor somewhere like yeah. you know but everyone was too good for the pasties on a video shoot which i thought was very fucking ironic yeah. bitch we're all in this we're in the middle of the desert way past palmdale it's freezing fucking cold out here we're all getting paid well i'm getting paid twenty five hundred dollars to be here i don't know what the fuck you bitches are getting paid but we're not doctors. Like, we're right. video girls. No one did it. And so I said, you know. You're a head doctor, though, correct? No. <laughs> Remember? Folks. Trash. Folks. Yeah, yeah. So I say, I'll, I'll wear the pasties, you know. 
I am Spartacus. Okay. <laughs> so I put on the fucking pasties, some an, a pair of ostrich thongs, you know, uh, cowhide chaps, you know, and some ostrich skin fucking boots, and I go do this goddamn video. And I love, and it was so, and I planned it all to a T because I thought I didn't realize that this would happen, but when it came out, they blurred my chest. So the audience thought uh-huh. I was naked, which made people say, who the fuck is that bitch? Yeah, that's and it got me so much more work with, for so much more money, and it just put me more in the spotlight, you know, for that. Those dumb bitches didn't wear no ostrich. They should have worn it. And then Matt Pinfield, when, when Matt, Matt Pinfield was working sure. for MTV, MTV was out there doing a special on video girls and, like, what's the next step? And I told him during the video as he interviewed me um, – and the girl who was singing on that song, Nivea, who is now Wayne's baby mama, number three or four, I can't remember. Um, she was pissed off because no one was interviewing her. They were interviewing me because I had the fucking pasties on. Yeah. It should have wore pasties is True. all I'm saying. But she did eventually cop that baby. Well, when if you, you think having a baby with somebody <laughs> is a fucking <laughs> achievement. <laughs> have you ever met a rapper that doesn't have a daughter? Does that exist in the world today? <laughs> A daughter? Yeah, they all have. I feel like they all have daughters that they're giving shout outs to. Oh, you know that good looking women more often have daughters? Is that true? Yeah, statistically. 30% more, yeah. That's weird. Isn't that fucking crazy? It's like literally like human beings' way of like staying, keeping good looking people around. Wow. Uh, Yeah, 30% more. You know, I heard an interesting statistic statistic (laughs) about women recently, which is that women are some 30% or something more likely to cheat. When they are ovulating, oh yeah, uh, the well yeah, because you're horny as fuck. Ovulation st- stats are the it almost makes cheating seem when when you natural natural. Yeah, yeah it weird. is quite natural. There's a new book about uh, female sexuality that's supposed to be the bomb. Like I've been, I I tweeted about it, but it's like basically just saying that women are just as sexual as men. Oh, this is the great in the book. They tested women. Uh, they used to test uh, like whether women got turned down or not. Turn on or not by how moist their vaginas got. Correct. They used to do uh, that test, that yeah. moisture test. Yeah, literally. Okay. Mm-hmm. They would put electrodes or whatever, not electrodes. Electro Q tip. Um, and now, na- <laughs> and then they changed the test to if blood rushes to the vagina. Mm-hmm. Correct. So it used to be women would just get moist the from blood watching straight to the vagina. sex. Now, with the blood test, women are turned on by straight sex. Uh, men on men fucking, women on women fucking, and gorillas fucking. Interesting. So can women we, are more, whereas men are just turned on by straight. Can we discuss our favorite kinds of porn? Yes. Since you opened up this door yep. so eloquently? But before, yep. I don't understand anything you, like you just kink. said, Neil, com. No. Um, my favorite kind of porn is... Um, Podcast porn? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I love uh, gangbang porn. Yep. Interesting. One girl, like 20,000 people. Yep. It has to be like gangbang. That's cream a pie. sexual assault. It has thing. to be Prob- gangbang cream pie porn. You don't know what the problem with the gangbang porn is? What? Is that the girl that's doing it is most often on such a low level of porn that she's <laughs> not that cute. However, Sasha like Gray's done some gangbang. Let's, yeah. let's, let's take it one step further. I like real life cream pie gangbang porn. Like a, a like, housewife. Yeah, like a housewife and like her weird husband and all his uh-huh. friends in Florida somewhere. In Fl- what like what real what shit. What like but you believe you you would tie that to your own sexual experience, correct? No, I've never been involved in anything no. like but that. But I but the assault was group. Just one person. No, it wasn't okay. a group. 
Okay. So, okay, w- what do you got? What are your? Uh, I mean, I've gotten more into stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's all. Wait, I have other. I have other. Yeah, we're gonna come back to. Oh, no, no, I don't care. Who cares what I like? Of that people don't want to know what I want. Yeah, Talk right. About you the just hot girl. Say it. What is a hot girl like? I'm way more interested in what a girl's into porn wise than a guy. So, um, so that gangbang, you know, porn. Um, and then I'm really into cream pie. Is so goofy because it's just like yeah, you. Unless it's like pie. fifty well, you know, guys. You know what's hilarious right. about cream pie? And it's disgusting exactly and gross and like yeah. There's this amazing, yeah, this is amazing letter online. Oh, and cuckold. I'm into cuckold. I bet you yeah, are. I bet you are. Yeah, yeah. you're into We've cuckold, stories, not yeah. porn. Actually, cuckold and men. <laughs> what? Do you know who Rodney Moore is? No. He's a porn guy, a producer, very ugly. But how do I, you know this? Because I watch a lot He's of pornography. Okay. Deep in the game. You read the credits and shit? No, because it's like he does a series. Anyway, the point is. Right when there was like those HIV scares in the porn community, yeah, like Rodney Moore wrote this uh, like impassioned open letter oh. that was like it was so funny about how anal cream pies were like the scourge of the porn community, and he was like literally like all caps, no more anal cream pies. <laughs> we must stamp out the problem of anal cream pies. And <laughs> it's like just so yeah. sincere and ridiculous. What do you cr- what do you make of? The of like that. Oh, I like tranny porn too. When it's like a girl, a guy, and like a tranny. Interesting. And Would you ever fuck a tranny? No. Have I just love seeing men being dominated by. Do you a man finish to that? Can like you have orgasms? No, to I just that? have to watch. Do you have you ever jerked <laughs> off to tranny pornography? I have not. Have you ever jerked off to gay pornography? No. Would you say if you had? Uh, yeah, I just haven't. I like I clicked on gay porn once. And it was a guy blowing another guy, and the guy had a baseball hat on. And I was just like, ah, not, come yeah. on, man. Here's, here's a question that has gone around my circle of friends before. Because I have jerked off to everything, mm-hmm. including yeah. gay porn, including tranny porn, everything. Mm-hmm. Except <laughs> child porn. Um, Which you didn't is, jerk off to. I downloaded, I sold yeah. on the black market. <laughs> is it what's gayer? Making out with a guy, kissing, or jerking off to gay porn? I would think making out with I a guy. I think making out with a guy. That's what I think too. Yeah. It was a big t- it was a big debate amongst yeah. the people. Okay. But anyway, what else do you like? That was it. That was just my gangbang porn, my tranny porn. But you would never do a gangbang. No. What I, if they I, were I wouldn't all even hot. do two I wouldn't even do two men. Just what if I, everyone I was Lil Wayne? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Aha. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, that that's different. Corinne and Lil Wayne's. <laughs> uh yeah that's interesting um do you uh, yeah all right that's interesting where girls have fantasies that they wouldn't do whereas i sure. feel like guys have fantasies that they would do that's interesting you know what i mean although i don't i think i think it is i i would never be in a gangbang but, but it's i enjoy it. watching e- even it even if you were first yeah just because we actually did a sketch on schumer show that I directed, and it was just how gross the guys are. Right. Just a bunch of dudes, and they're just fucking fat. Well, with you fucking can't just be sunglasses. a dude. You also have to be a dude that's so down to fuck that you're willing to have your shit videotaped, videotaped and, and yeah. be in the line. Yeah. I promise if I was in a porn, I just probably wouldn't be able to get it up. The pressure would be so fucking really? intense. Really? I always that's feel like in gangbang porn, like it's, so de- it's more degrading to the men because you have to stick. If it's cream pie gangbang porn, because you have to. No more anal cream pies. No, <laughs> because you have to stick your dick in a cummy pussy with all this other cum. That is intense. And it's like, what kind of man? Like you're, you know. Agreed. What that's kind of man? Little Wayne would never do that. It's good. What kind of man? I think the kind of man that you marry, I think, is actually <laughs> the answer to that. <laughs> 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 to go oh yeah we do
Um, uh, wait, ooh, quickly, you have a graphic novel coming out. I do. So I have a comic series uh, starting in August, um, and then that will lead to a graphic novel later on next year uh, called Vixen Santangelo. The first comic book is called uh, The Night Before. And how can we find all of our Corinne Steffens-related materials? Everything. Corinne.com. K-A-R-R-I-N-E.com. Hey, this episode was even better than the first. The first one was good. Thank you so much for coming back. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Thanks. Thanks, Ben. Are you guys going to blow me on the way out? Or yeah, 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 yeah. Well, take you it, can take cuck it, old to both of us. Yeah, just play the track. Stop cutting off. You let me, let me pop my shit. That is what it is. How the fuck are y'all niggas doing? Now you're fucking with the champs. Who won it? Who who won it? We shake a little goon, get stew with the onion. Niggas all cute to the rugs and the bunnies in the zoo. Get the running with the boom in the stomach. Bitch nigga, bitch get your nigga. All these niggas just eating food for the dinner. And these niggas better tuck their little jewels when I end up with your bitch. I hide nigga from the fuck squad. Don't fuck with your bitch when the rum and the punch. I might dance on these niggas with the gun in the butt. The gold Jimmy's little mirror, little sun in the clutches. Don't stop up, little nigga, put the sun in your nuts. Why? Yo, dude, what the fuck if you trust? You gon' run when I hit your bitch under the pump. You gon' run with your nigga. Now you're close enough to shoot once in the throat with your both in the slump, huh? Go ahead, go ahead, nigga, pop off. You can get your fam and your mans in the shot of I'ma get your amps and your amp, blow your top off. Shit, funny, see the gun in your face. You better run with the nigga, better open the safe. You better come with uh-huh. the money, better show up the weight. Oh, come with your realists, the one with the eggs, and put shots in your butt like you wanted to kick. Yeah, word. Most of y'all niggas is fucking pussy out here. Like, I smack all of y'all niggas in the face, all in the mouth, and all of this shit. Where y'all niggas come from? Y'all niggas not. Y'all niggas from my dirty. Okay, 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 Bitches better quit that chat. These bitches better hold up with the gizzack cap. I grip the fist to click, cause that clack. I hate to have to blow your little wiggle back. I mean, I hate to have to see you with your wiggle, bitch. I see you trying to come and trying to get on, bitch. You going trip, slip, fall in and lick on dick. And be the same nigga about to come and lick on this. Hold up. Scream, hit the breeze, you a fan, bitch. Please don't slip up in the presence of your little hand. Be done. Get it, it's your residence. To get it so clean. Cause I stick up with the evidence. The bitches can't speak. And we can freak with your man this week. Bad bitches, you a nigga. Look at pussy game, we, huh? I'm victim in my pussy name, peach. I can disappear and let the pussy game speak, huh? Let the pussy game speak. Niggas know the center of the pussy stay pitch. These bitches better keep it, keep it going like feet for a reach. Let them go. Tokyo right now, like, come on, y'all bitches still on the MySpace on YouTube, trying to get y'all little video views up to a million, like, come on, y'all bitches not fucking with me, like, what kind of money is y'all bitches really even getting for shows, like, is y'all bitches even doing shows, like, come on, like, like, come on, y'all bitches is out here trying to, like, fuck these little rap niggas and fuck these little basketball players and shit, like, I'm getting this money for real, for real, for real, for real, for real, come on now.